Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory. It's the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here at the Dream Factory are pretty simple. We can discuss as many film ideas submitted by uh, you, the listener, or by us, the speaker. (laughs) But only one can be taken to the next stage where the winner will be allowed to spend their entire self-isolation in the house from Noel Edmonds' house party. That's right, John. Lockdown with Blobby, baby. Uh, I'm Joel, a man who puts himself inside a flat for an indeterminate amount of time. And across <laughs> from me is John Harris, a man who didn't realise the government had ordered the self-isolation until half an hour ago when he ventured outside for the first time in three weeks to pop to his local Warhammer shop. Hello, John. Hey. People used to call them Warhammer shops, but then they and then I'd go, actually, I think you'll find they're called Games Workshop. But now they're actually called Warhammer shop. I can't do that, which is annoying. That is a good point. I used to, I was into Warhammer for a little bit. I like the painting bit. Oh, I hated the painting bit. Uh, together we would have made one complete nerd. So I, what I would do is I'd save up for ages and buy a little kit. And though it's so expensive. It's oh, like prohibitively crazy. expensive. I'd spend, you know, 38 quid on a little gang of elves that I'd worked loads to save up for. And then just paint them horribly and they look like shit and no you know they, they just look so crap uh, yeah i'd prohibitively waste loads of t- time wasting uh saving money to buy the figures and then spend ages painting them but then never use never actually using them for their primary function we oh. could have had a real production line going there you in the in the factories manufacturing the arms and me out there on the battlefield oh it would have been great would have been great right should we make some films yeah this one's from it. alfie it's called eddie the beagle <laughs> no no that is a disney plus film if i've ever heard one it just says i don't know man it's a dog who gets into the winter olympics or something <laughs> i love it i love it the fact that yeah there hasn't been a straight to tv kids film about a skiing dog yeah it's like, that's for us to get on top of because we could really profit from that first question that comes to mind when reading that john is uh does the dog have two normal human skis that have two legs on each yeah or does the dog have four little skis Oh, gosh. I think, practically speaking, it has to be four little ones, but I do like the idea of, yeah, he mm. puts his his little paws on one, yeah. <laughs> and they clip in. Two. Yeah. And a little mask. Oh, yeah. yeah All of that. Mask. Yeah. 
Because there is a Disney film called Snow Dogs, but I believe that's about like huskies pulling carts and stuff. Yeah, it's not about the Winter Olympics. <laughs> I'd like to see more animals compete in the Olympics generally. Well, I'm not sure that would be entirely fair. Would you have like, I don't know, for the like the long jump with the kangaroo have to jump further, relatively speaking, than a mouse? Oh, that's a great question. You know, well, you might not know, but you know Jesse Owens? No. The runner, the famous runner who, uh, African-American sprinter who won loads of medals at the Olympics and okay. Hit- Hitler was fuming about it. Great. So they had the, Olymp- had the Olympics in 1936 in Berlin and Jesse Owens won all the sprinting medals up against, you know, Hitler's German boys and he was fuming. Anyway, uh, later in his life, Jesse Owens raced a horse. <laughs> and lost. It was like some sort of exhibition match. I don't actually know. I think there's videos of it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, well, he raced a horse. You know what's been discovered this week is that Britney Spears could probably beat a horse in a race. That's what <laughs> I want to see. That's the <laughs> film I want to see. Britney Spears versus every animal. And then like <laughs> a car and then a plane. And she's just quicker I, than all of them. I'm sad that no one has like really badly photoshopped what that would have looked like to see Britney Spears running a five second hundred meters whilst <laughs> Usain Bolt's doing it in what is it 9.8 or whatever he does it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, it's sort of unimaginably quick five seconds, isn't it? I don't really know what she meant she was doing. Because she pressed start on something. And then five seconds later, pressed stop. What was the exercise she did in that gap? I don't know. But, uh, it's really amazing. Films like Contagion and stuff about, you know, the what's happening to us right now. They don't, they'd never cover the amount of memes that come out of it. No, they're... You know, they probably do lots of research and lots of, um, you know, I, I actually watched Contagion the other night oh, uh, gosh. for the first time. And at the end, it's like, with thanks to the CDC and the WHO. But at no point did it say thanks to all the gift makers and the memers out there. Because <laughs> they haven't really properly researched it. Because it, it, that's, all, that's all Twitter is. Twitter's basically 50% fear mongering, 50% people tweeting about things that happen in their house. Well, I'd say 30-30 and then there's 30% for Animal Crossing at the minute if, if you're on my Twitter. Ah, uh, yes, please. Don't get me started, John, because I won't yeah, talk about not. anything else. <laughs> I mean, when after the, we finished and we, we have the chat afterwards where we say, what have you done all week? I assume we're both going to say, I, I built a house, I built a bridge, I built a shop. Yeah. What have you done, mate? Yeah. <laughs> right. What about this one from Alex? Fork v. Ferrari. Forky from Toy Story 4 gets rich from a Disney Plus spin-off series and he starts a racing team. And then he's also said he has self-worth issues, which is an interesting extra element that Alex has added that people don't normally give us an extra kind of character trait, but I like it. Do you know what I would have called it? Go on. Fork in the Road. <laughs> yeah, but then it's not punning on an existing film, although Fork in the Road is great. That's the subtitle. Yeah, Ford ver- Fork versus Ferrari, Fork in the Road. It's not often the subtitle has a, a word shared by the title in it, is it? <laughs> um, Avengers, Avengers Endgame. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Avengers Endgame, Avengers having a battle. <laughs> That's what it was? I don't know. I've gone uh, sort of going mad. <laughs> I assume if we're like continuing the Forky kind of strain... All the cars that he's driving and stuff have to be made out of tr- like rubbish or made by kids in a, in a school. So like plates and stuff. Yeah. Well, the car, the car surely made. Yeah, the car's got like paper plate wheels. Oh, yeah. He'll he'll invest millions in making uh, this trash car. And the Ferrari car will just beat it instantly. And, you know, in Britney, <laughs> we're talking Britney Spears speeds here. <laughs> a, Ford, a Ford Ferrari can go 0 to 60, oh, I think, I almost, almost, as, almost as quickly as Britney Spears. So that, that's kind of the... 
That's kind of the levels we're talking about. They actually put Britney Spears in a wind tunnel to test why, how she's so quick. And then they modeled their next car on Britney Spears. So the next Ferrari actually looks exactly like Britney Spears. There's like there's like twelve cars and then there's just a massive robotic Britney Spears. <laughs> and all the I drivers are laughing, it. they're like, there's no way that that's a stupid thing. And it's it just wins. Oh dear. That's good fun. Uh, and yeah, he has self worth issues. I assume it's a drama. I like the idea, yeah, that he the whole thing is this uplifting film of, you know, a battle o- over the kind of the man, the the money that is Ferrari, but then actually at the end of the day we remember that Ferraris make very fast cars yeah paper paint cars just don't don't cut it <laughs> all right what about this one from jake ad astra brad pitt goes on a great voyage in a reasonably priced voxel in space uh, <laughs> that's up to you joe that, we're the ideas guys jake just gave us half of it do you want to do you think a voxel can go into space hmm. do i think a voxel can go into space i think you probably get one into space yeah but after that i'm not sure if it could sort of, you know, what sort of levels of propulsion we're talking about here. Maybe he just hops in his Astra and drives until towards the sun. But not, but, but like on the horizon, not uh, the solar system. <laughs> so he just kind of keeps going like, like, like someone trying to find the end of a rainbow. Mm. And then at the end of the day, he's like, oh, it's gone again. I'll have to wait till morning to get it. Yeah. Elon Sorry, Musk just... sent a car into space. Yeah, it wasn't an Astra, was it? No <laughs> offense to the manufacturer's. Uh, a Vauxhall. He did send a car into space. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe it is a car in space. Maybe, you know, what? Uh, Brad Pitt returns from his big space mission. I've not seen Ed Astra. Let's assume he comes back. And he's like, guys, I had a great time. I'll tell you what was missing. Cup holders. <laughs> Could have done For the next mission, I want cup holders. I want uh, an eight deck CD changer. And uh, I re- I'm really interested in that specific heating setting where it just focuses on your feet. Um, which of the high street brand of car do you think would last longest in space? Is there a high street brand of cars? Well, you know what I mean, like a stand, like you know, your, I don't. Uh, your Skodas, your Fords. Yeah. Good question. I think it probably it might be something. I I would back Swedish engineering. I'd probably go for a Skoda or a uh, no, it's a Volvo. Yeah, I, I mean, I was leading you with that question because the answer was Volvo. <laughs> yeah, I'd a V seventy yeah. all the way to the moon. I don't think it need any modifications. It would just need a couple of wings and a, and a big push. <laughs> hey, this one's come from Tom. Vanilla Skyfall. <laughs> That's good. Mid- midway th- through a mission, James Bond gets injured, as he always does. Um, but he begins to question the nature of being a spy and his whole life and whether it's a lie. We do quite a lot of James Bond ones. I think it's because their titles are really, really malleable because they're so stupid. Yeah, there's a lot of pun- there's a lot of punnable elements to because James Bond is it is puns the movie, isn't it? So it's there for the taking, really, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, Vanilla Sky Four. Have you seen Vanilla Sky? No, and it, or if I did, it was at the time, and I don't remember at all. I think I haven't. No, I don't think I have. But I I read the three line synopsis that comes up when you Google a film. Great, and uh, yeah, Tom Cruise gets injured and he starts questioning his own reality. But it's not like Truman Showy where, well, I don't know why I'm asking you. You've read three lines. Um, no, keep keep asking. I'm an expert on it now. <laughs> it's not like uh, Truman Showy. It doesn't turn me, out John, it is. ask me anything about that film. <laughs> the budget. 46 million <laughs> yen. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's not, that seems quite cheap, I think. 
yeah, it was pretty cheap. Mostly <laughs> Tom Cruise's fee. <laughs> okay. Keep going. What what does the ti- what does the title mean? Uh it's about um when you have a lovely ice cream. Next. <laughs> Vanilla Sky, Tom Cruise wakes up to find that the sky is a creamy colour. And he can't and everyone he just turns to people, he's like, it used so to be. So he hops blue. in his Volvo and he flies <laughs> towards it to see what's going on. I swear it was blue yesterday, and everyone's like, no, it's always been that creamy kind of sp- speckly colour. I'm describing vanilla ice cream rather than vanilla like a pod because that's a dark brown colour. Yeah, that'd be a scary sky. Yeah, so it's more like an ice cream colour, like a like a custody colour. Um, any more questions about the movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, what was it? What was its critical reception? Uh, I. Um, uh, I think it's fair to say it was a mixed bag. <laughs> come see, come sir. Some people like it. Some people didn't like it. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Get off my back. I uh, think it's famously got lots of good music in it. Oh, good soundtrack. Mm. No, no, that's not what I meant, John. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like because of our total inability to, maybe our homework should be that we watch them in the sky this week. Oh, I've got a lot on, mate. <laughs> Not sure I have time. I've heard, I checked my calendar. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, what about this one from Sophie? Glueless. Imagine a world without glue. Oh. Is that sellotape? Well, is sellotape just essentially glue under mm, a piece is of blue tack? plastic? Is there blue tack? <laughs> I don't know what you're asking me. Blueless. Imagine a world without <laughs> the colour blue. It's the opposite of blue dabba dee dabba tie. <laughs> and oh, that's like vanilla sky. Nothing was blue. And that's why the sky's <laughs> creamy, because blue doesn't exist <gasps> anymore. Yes. Right. We've done it. We've done it. In Glueless, could it be like some sort of villain there's like a villainous plot and somehow the world like wakes up and there is no more like glue has just been removed from everywhere so things are falling apart things oh my god that was terrifying yeah i'll tell you who's happy though the horses (laughs) a weird side effect of all the glue disappearing is there are horses everywhere (laughs) they all come back to life (laughs) and they take over (laughs) they get revenge there you go a horse we're quite far into the future here and evolution has given us a really smart horse. Not that horses aren't smart, guys. I get it. Uh, I don't want you, don't want you coming after me again. Not after what I've previous comments I've made about horses. But horses in the future are really smart. I'm talking like they're wearing a top hat and they've got a monocle. Smart. 
Oh, wow. That's the kind of horses we're dealing with here. Uh, and they've built computers with uh, massive keys so that their hooves yeah. don't tap loads at once. And horses are just becoming really, really smart. And they learn that all of the infrastructure they're using has been built with glue. And they learn about the origin of glue. Because I didn't mention that humans have covered up the <laughs> glue thing. <laughs> and so horses, super smart horses, find out about all the glue. And they develop a special gas. <laughs> <laughs> they develop a special gas. And they let the gas into the atmosphere and it removes all glue from planet Earth. All right, John, is that what yeah. you wanted? Just out of interest, these uh, super intelligent horses, when they ski, mm-hmm. are they doing that with two poles or four little poles? That's a good question, John. I'm glad you asked. And I, I would imagine a horse would have to be on two poles. It's so unwieldy to imagine a horse <laughs> with four skis, isn't it? Yeah, true. But who's to say um, they're, they're engaging in human sports? Maybe they invented their own horse sports. Chasing humans around fields and stuff. Yes. Although... I, yeah, maybe they're Racing just riding. They're, they're, they're on. They're on the back of humans, whipping them <laughs> as they run around. Fair, you know what? Fair play. Yeah, have a go. I'd like to see. That. I'd watch that. I'd. In that, I tell you what. I don't. I'd reopen my Betfair account to have a little flutter on the old. <laughs> if yeah, if I if it ended with me being whipped by a horse, I'd think. I beg you know, your pardon. For, <laughs> you know. We're, you know. We're record. You know. We're recording, John. You know. I can hear what you're saying, don't you? I know you're in your bedroom, but come on. What about this one from Susie? Carry on Doctor Who frame Jojo Rabbit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is there a carry on at the start? Because there's carry on Doctor, isn't there? I think that's one of the carry on films. Okay. Carry on Doctor Who framed Jojo Rabbit. John, please. So wait, is that what one, two, three, four things in there? So we've got carry on. So it's got to be campy fun, Doctor Who. Space time travel framed, so you know, framed Rob Roger framed. Rabbit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and Jojo Rabbit. So, we've it's it's got to have some it's too much Hitler stuff. So, it's a bawdy Hitler based time travel, yeah, crime caper with animated <laughs> with animation and... as well, yeah, uh, yeah, all right, I'm in. I've never really so... seen a carry on film. No, neither have I. I just know it's like where Barbara Windsor started and bras ping off and stuff. All Matron, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I've seen Jojo Rabbit. I've seen Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, so have I. I've seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. So the element that we take from Carry On, that's fine. We just have to make it campy and fun. Yeah. So that's all right. So has Jojo killed Hitler? No. Yeah. He wouldn't be, would he be framed for killing no, Hitler? He's... But then that would make him a hero. We We want him... Why would he then pretend it was a framing? Mm. The doctor has killed... No. Jojo's being framed for killing the doctor who was going back in time to kill Hitler. To kill Hitler. Perfect. In a, in a campy way. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what about this one from Dan? Transformers. We're not doing that one, but I just needed to say it because it was a good pun. <laughs> okay, let's move on to this one from Jason. Resident Weevil. What's a weevil? Oh, aren't they nasty little buggers? They eat your stuff. <laughs> oh, so they're, they're little, little insects? They're little fleas or something, aren't they? Uh, People really don't zo- like weevils. That's why they're called weevils, mate. Mm. I think they eat like crops and things. So these ones are zombies. Resident weevil. Yeah, that's really scary. Yeah, zombie. So you keep trying to kill them and they just keep coming back to life and mm. eating your crops. Just eating all the crops them. on earth. Mm, that's sad. It is quite sad. What would we live on? I'd probably have quite a lot of refreshers and drumsticks and things like that. 
Is that is that what you're eating right now? Yeah. Is that what you panic bought? Yeah, I panic bought all of. Is it Swizzler? Swizzle? <laughs> their entire their entire output. I went straight to the factory <laughs> and said, "Guys, I know, I'm pretty worried about the double dip situation. I've only <laughs> I've only got twenty sherbet fountains back at my flat. How long is this going to go on for?" Joel's teeth are falling out, but he's fucking buzzed right now. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. God, right, I, love, well, I love Swizzle Sweets. What, which ones are, the, are those the ones you dip licorice in? The Sherbet Fountain is, yeah, but don't peg Swizzles just to that creation. I'm not even sure they do that. They do those. No, they must do. Who else is doing those? Um, <laughs> but they do like, you know, a love heart. The lesser spotted rainbow drop these days. Ah, Retro Sweets is what people would call them now. They would, yeah, just... but they're still very current in my mind. Well, that's a resident weevil, I guess. (laughs) Thanks, Jason. (laughs) Thanks, Jason, for all your hard work. Uh, John, should we do our own ideas? Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure I've done this somewhere in the annals of time, but it's just such a great pun. So mine is full metal jacket potato. Yeah. Have we done that? I'm afraid we have, Joel. I remember we did it with Tien and Duyeb. And at the time I said that, uh, you said that... um, potato was a meal of two halves and i said no it's not and then you said you literally cut it in half and everyone laughed at me oh that was good wasn't it so should we just go back and okay so that, that's my idea go back and listen to the tier and do episode to hear just me just drop that about. audio in now um yeah dream factory re- revisited i'm sure we've done films again because frankly we've done over 100 episodes now and we're not that remember. creative i don't that's remember what we talk about yeah i don't remember what we talk about as we're doing it no, no way. I don't listen. My only lasting memory from this episode will be how do animals ski? And I'll probably be spending most of the week thinking about how different animals would ski. Well, it's like that illustration of um, how a dog would wear trousers. Yeah. Why, why aren't more people talking about how animals would ski? Hmm. People have got a lot of time on their hands now. Anyway. Right. What about this one from me? One Night in Parasite. Oh, dear. So it's part celebrity sex tape. Sex tape part satire about the rich which i think could work and Mm. then it gets and it gets potential spoilers if you've not seen parasite i'm not going to say what happens but i feel like knowing what happens in the second half vaguely kind of is a spoiler so you've been warned uh yeah i guess the second half of it gets quite violent Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and horrible uh so brings all new meaning to the phrase eat the rich this film john exactly yeah so they cook paris hilton (laughs) (laughs) there we go not much meat there if you're going to cook and eat a celebrity who would it be well i was thinking from that same area like of you know that kind of fame Mm. and so i was thinking a kardashian is going to have you're going to get more meals out of a kardashian you are but a lot of it's not going to be actual delicious human flesh good point i mean (laughs) you've Right, so if you're going to eat a celebrity, it's got, mm-hmm. is, is The Rock too muscly? Is that going to be a tough meal? Oh, I don't know. I don't really know. Isn't muscle the good stuff, though? Well, no. so exactly. I, don't I think know. you need a bit of fat, don't you? I think there's got... You do need a little bit of fat. Someone maybe like lots of fat. Maybe like a rugby player, so like a big, mm. lots of muscle, but then you know there's a little bit of fat there going to just season that bad boy. <laughs> There we go. We'd eat rugby players. I'm sure <laughs> they'd be easy to catch and convinced to cook. <laughs> oh. Hey, thanks everyone. If you liked it, let us know. If you didn't, just tell John. Don't forget to give us a five-star <laughs> review on iTunes. Keep sending in your suggestions. We're on all the social medias if you search for Dream Factory Podcast. 
or you can look at our own personal Twitters. I'm Joel and you're John yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> so just search those names and just scroll <laughs> through people for about two or three hours and you'll find us. Thanks, John. Thanks, Joel. Hey, there'll be some chat after the music. Hey, John. Hello, mate. How's it going? I'm all right. I'm quite sleepy today. Yeah. Don't really, don't really feel with it. How are you feeling? Yeah, doing nothing really takes it out of you. It really does, doesn't it? It's so hard. All my normal daily life has just completely gone out the window. And I like, so like I'm doing stuff like eating meals and sleeping at just really bad times. I've got mm. no sense of routine, especially as I'm self employed. And a lot of my work I can just sort of do at, you know, any time really. Yeah. It's all gone mad. I'm like sometimes eating my first meal of the day at three in the afternoon. Oh, I thought you'd be the other way around. Yeah, but then I just eat constantly until I go to bed. <laughs> I, f- I find, yeah, that, that like I'm really tired. So then I go to bed early, but then mm. I wake up super early. So I'm still really tired and I just have a fucked up body clock now. Yeah. The weird thing about talking about what's happening right now is I've been listening to podcasts all week that like uh, that they'll be like, oh, yeah. So, you know. Make sure you're social distancing, blah, blah, mm-hmm, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what the government have said. And I'm thinking, that's what the government said yesterday, mate. You look so out of date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, it's mad, isn't it? So we're not going to give you any advice. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I do I do think scrap, as well. Scrap that section of the podcast. <laughs> I do think as well, if you've come to us for advice, <laughs> you're, you're a lost cause. You might as well be out there every day. <laughs> But yeah, so it's a weird time. Are you adjusting? Do you feel sane? Yeah, I feel fine. I think there have been like some weird cult- like pop cultural things that have helped us out, like Animal Crossing and Disney Plus coming to the UK at the like, almost perfect time. So uh, me and my girlfriend, we've been binging through Boy Meets World. Oh, is it good? Oh, it's, it's holding up really well. We've been watching this little show, The Simpsons. Oh. How's that epi- hold up? From, from episode one extremely well uh so that's good uh and animal crossing i love animal crossing oh mate how's your little it's, island coming on well it's I might, fine i but might i might pop over and see it later oh we should yeah we should hang yeah. out on the island oh, john what fruit have you got um well i've got a bit of everything now i've managed to <laughs> you got all of them yeah so how, how cherries pears peaches apples and oranges you got apples uh, apples is my what islands? No, no yeah, way! It's yeah, it's the one that it has naturally, so you can come. That's one I haven't got. Yes. There you go. Yes. So yeah, come come yes. over, steal some apples. That's there really cheered me up, mate. That's really uh, cheered me up. Oh, what a lovely God. way. To, what a lovely way to end this call. I was going to talk about the Pokemon teddies behind you, but I feel like that's we can save that for another episode. How do you like them apples? You can meet one of them if you want. Yeah. Do you know, this, do you know who this is? It's like a dead Pichu. It's Mimikyu. Uh, now, Mimikyu is really heartbreaking, right? It's this little. Well, no one knows what it actually looks like. It's underneath there, but it nobody likes it, so it it tries to dress up as a Pikachu so that everyone will love it. Oh, it's really sad. But yeah, there's a few Pokemon. There's a few. I'll, I'll give you a little tour. There's a few little toys that we can talk about if things get really bleak. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. There's a little Snorlax there as well. Uh let's no, let's save it for next time. Let's okay. see. The, don't talk about the Eevee. I can see that, but let's save that for another. I won't episode. mention the fucking Eevee. All right, mate. All right. Well, Cheers. I'll I'm see you on Animal stop. Crossing later, mate. Bye. Yes. <laughs> 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.